Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. Brian Russell and Chris Califas in studio with us. Hello. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Hello, hello. So we are here because you guys are local filmmakers. And you care a lot about exhibiting other filmmakers. And so there's going to be a night of short films Thursday, November 2nd. That gives us plenty of time to get ready for this yeah. at 7 o'clock at FTC, which is a fantastic venue in Fairfield. So, uh, hello. Hi. Hi. So, okay, let me begin with you, Brian. Hello. Hello, Lisa. How are you today? I'm great. So, Brian, tell me um, tell me a little bit about your background and what you love about short films. Well, my background is I was a business, business, business guy for a long time. And uh, about a dozen years ago or so, I accidentally got into video production. And uh, about two years ago, it was, uh, you know, the the pandemic was, I guess, ongoing. And I was watching a bunch of short films for a film festival that never came to be. And there was a lot of films that, uh, that, that weren't great, let's say. And I called up my buddy, Mike Boland, and I said... Dude, we got to make something. We could definitely do better than this. So my my love of short films and my making of short films was born out of like hubris and arrogance, and I sort of feel bad about that, but not really because now I'm uh, I've been making short films the last couple of years. What defines a short film? Well, typically the the literal definition would be usually anything under forty minutes. Mine tend oh. to be much, much shorter than that. And in fact, most of them are shorter than that. So I was going to say the YouTube shorts are less than a minute. Nobody has a attention span any longer of a nanosecond. Yeah, these tend to be like 7 to 15 okay. minutes. That's the range that I've been playing. And are they typically with people or are they animated? What kind of films do you like to make? Well, I make uh, you know um, short films that feature actors. So they're all live action short films that are written written by friends of mine or written by me. And uh, and they they typically revolve around you know relationships relationships between people. Can you do this evening with the strike still on? Are you hoping that the strike is over by November, or are you in that independent exemption category? Yeah, so we are fully independent. We have no affiliation with AMPTP, so we are basically free to go about our business. And honestly, uh, you know, my feelings are fully with the you know WGA and SAG. Um, but also, it kind of is good for me because right now there's a lot of actors who aren't working, 
and it, it means that people are looking to work. I see. So you're putting them to work in your short films. Correct. And so how many short films have you made? Well, in the last two years, I've worked on six short films. Really? I've directed four, edited one, and DP'd another. That's very, very cool. It's wow. great. It's awesome. It's a, be careful what you wish for, though. It's a lot of work. And so, Chris Califas, what brings you here? Are you another short filmmaker? I am the music composer for Brian. We met a couple of years ago, and I wrote some music for the first film, and then it evolved into a little more music in the second film, and then in the other ones, doing all the music. Have you it. scored for films before this? I have not, but that's all I want to do now. That's all you want to yeah. do. <laughs> so you like matching the mood of a scene to a musical composition. Yeah, just making, trying to bring out what Brian's putting down on film, I guess you would say, right? Or video, and um, trying to help create the emotion and make the emotion happen even more. Did you ever study the greats like Max Steiner, uh, Ernst, what's his name? They're all coming to me. Ernst I remember Lubbish. the Million Dollar Movie, right? The Million Dollar Movie. Da, 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 da. Of course, <laughs> Gone with the Wind. Did you ever study those people that did those scores? I love all that stuff, but I haven't like really like studied it. It just I've been a musician my whole life. I'm actually a music teacher here in Milford. I'm Are you? A, I'm on a quick break. I got to run back and oh, that's finish my wonderful, teaching day. Chris. So. I, um, I I just have been around music my whole life, and I love instru- instrumental music, jazz, and stuff like that, along with rock and blues and everything. So, And composing nowadays with computers, you can reach for the sound with the touch of a button, right? Yeah, absolutely. I have a studio right in my house, small room, and uh, create everything. And there. you hear it in your head, and then you can create it. Just look for it. I send it to Brian. He usually rejects it about 30 times. Okay, that's then, fair. That's yeah, fair. That's the creative process. That's his job and until he feels it the way that it should be felt. And and uh, we're right. We actually, at the Buford International Film Festival down in South Carolina. Right? That's a beautiful place. Um, it yeah. is really I love amazing. that town. I, uh, won that's a military town. Oh, it is. yeah. yeah, yeah Paris, Island. Right Paris Island. Paris Island, yeah. yeah. And uh, I won Best Musical Score that, at that festival for our film Pass Prologue. Wow. Which is going to be featured at November 2nd. Now, is that the clip that we have? All right, let's play it. What a great segue. Awesome. Here we go. Justin, let's play from Pass Prologue. He's looking for it. We can act out the parts. If can you? Want. you? <laughs> that's cute. That's well, cute. That's funny. But it's very exciting. It's going to be on November 2nd. How many films are going to be there that... Um, so there'll be Evening. five. There'll be five films that night. Uh, three of which, two of which I directed. One of which I co-directed with my son. Um, one film that was written and directed by my son, and then there's a fifth film that is uh, written and directed by one of the staff members at FTC. And uh, we're going to play all five of those films, and then we're going to bring actors and creatives up on stage and talk to them. So we're going to talk to Chris about music. We're going to talk to James Naughton and his son Greg Naughton about acting. Are they uh, in the films? They are. So Jim and Greg Naughton are in Not the Same Clarence. They co-star as a father and son. That's a, a film written by a father and son, me and my son, starring a father and son, Jim and Greg, and about a father and son. It's about <laughs> a, a middle-aged son dealing with his father's Alzheimer's. You know, um, I actually think the father-son dynamic is not explored enough in culture. I'd be really interested to see that film. I can tell you that in my own family, the... The weaker joints are the father-son dynamic. It's it's tough. I mean, I think we've explored a lot of this uh, maleness in the last few years in our culture. And the idea of this film is that these two guys actually had, like, a, an okay relationship. 
they didn't have like some horrible tortured relationship. But as the father has gone further down the road of his Alzheimer's, now the son is confronted with something he's never been confronted before. And he doesn't know how to deal with it. And he's angry and he's upset and he's impatient with his father. And he has to figure out how do I deal with this man who doesn't appear to be the man that I knew when I was growing up. Alzheimer's is so devastating anyway. It is brutal. <clears throat> it is brutal. Any cognitive decline is so terrible. It really is. But the father-son dynamic in particular, in particular, we're chatting with Brian Russell and Chris Califas. The father-son dynamic that I would like to see, thoughts for your next film, are the competition between the father and the son mm. that I see. That's a great idea. That's a really great idea. We'll I get just, started working on that's it. That's right. I, I, I just see that. Okay, now this one is past prologue. Can you set it up for us? Yeah, so past prologue is about a couple who dated in 1957 when they were like 17 years old. They haven't seen each other in 60 years, and they meet up in a coffee shop, and they sit down and have a chat as they go through memory lane. The, the, the conceit of the film is that she is black and he is white. So mm. the relationship they had in 1957 was a secret relationship mm -hmm. that they could not have and could not pursue into the future. And now, um, you know, we live in a different time. And this this kind of came about because I, I wrote it um, with, with Ross Popick, one of my collaborators, and I was feeling very hopeless about the world a couple of years ago. Um, you know, there's so much happening out there. And I sat next to a family one day that was an interracial family, and I was like, you know what? There is hope. Hope still is out there that these people are doing something that they couldn't do. And there are people alive today that couldn't experience this kind of love. And that's where that film came from. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I love that. Let's hear. Chris's music. You don't think of me? Both of us in the community theater? Meeting by the lake after? Hey, I'm still Cary Grant. Well, I'm no Deborah Carr. I wondered when this day would come. Robert, you always lived in fantasy land. Uh, I don't think the idea of being with you is that delusional. Trying to find a spot out of sight in the woods, hiding from your parents, hiding from my parents. It's been a while. Sixty years. Whew. Seems longer. 
That film won two major awards at the Chain Film Festival in New York City, Audience Choice and Best Drama, which beat thousands of submissions and over 180 films featured in the festival. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Wow. That looks like a good one. It reminds me of the musical Memphis. Did you ever see Memphis? Uh, I don't think I've seen uh, Memphis. You ever see it? No, I haven't. Memphis is about, it's about radio. It's about a radio DJ who falls in love with a black woman in Memphis, Tennessee in like 1960. Mm. And she is the one that says to him, we can't be together. You're living in a dream world. And he says, no, we can be. But actually they can't be. They can't be. And that was the challenge But it's a beautiful story anyway. I mean, it's really well done musical. Well, I think ours is also a beautiful story. Yeah. And I would love for people to come out on yeah. November 2nd and see it in Fairfield. Oh, it's, yeah. Uh, I, I want to shout out to, I mentioned J- James Naughton, who a lot of people know. He's a two-time Tony Award-winning Broadway actor and has been in hundreds of episodes of television. But On Pat, our show many times. Um, oh, has he? Oh, of yeah, course. He's yeah. a great he's guy. Awesome. Oh, yeah, great guy. Um, but also Pat Bowie, who is our amazing Claudette in the short film. Uh, she was truly remarkable and is a you know is an actress who's been around a long time you know in in maybe not so well well known productions but but she is really remarkable and she brought this thing home she she was uh she held her own every single bit against Jim uh in the acting in the acting and that's the father son film no that's past prologue oh pa- yeah. Jim Norton is in past prologue as well Jim well, Norton's in yeah. two of my films oh and we're I... actually shooting this week in a third film together was that Jim Norton's voice just now it was oh Oh, okay. And yeah. so he plays against Pat Bowie. That's who you're talking about. That's She's right. he marvelous. Patricia Bowie. Pat Patricia Bowie. Bowie. Uh, and in past prologue, Jim Norton plays against his son in Not the Same Clarence. And the new film that we're shooting is uh, he's going to play against Boyd Gaines, another Tony Award winning actor. Oh, I know who he is. He's a great yeah. actor. So, Brian, do you do the filmmaking around here? I do. It's all local, all based in Fairfield, Bridgeport. Really? Trumbull. Yeah. So if we see you set up with a camera, we can say this is a big deal movie, huh? Well, I don't know if it's a big deal, but you can certainly say that you saw us. That's very exciting. I think we should have Lisa do a cameo. What do you think? That's right. I, I like it. to write her in. I'm going to write a scene in a radio <laughs> As station. long as I have good hair and makeup, I'm there. But I just have to have good hair and makeup. <laughs> well, Michelle Gramesty is our makeup artist yes? and wardrobe, and she is amazing. Is she amazing? She is yes. amazing. Can she be transformative? That's the question. Yeah. Right. Can she be transformative? So that's, uh, well, that's exciting. I'm there. Oh, well, thank you. I'm, that, I'm there. You know, that music was really, uh, that was a great illustration of how the music created so much about that scene chris thank you thank you yeah just tried to create the emotion that was from our trailer so uh there was you know the whole movie is the whole film is filled with different moods and based off one theme but each theme the slow piano forced you to wait for the silences and to wait for the words and it forced the brain to slow down. It's good. Oh, Chris, tell you, her, tell her you. what your family said about the piano, because this, I think, Chris is a guitar player first and foremost, right? Would you? Is that fair? Did to you say? play yeah. the piano? Was that, yeah. That was you playing the piano in the yeah. scene. Yeah. Oh, so you're quite literally creating the music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's everything. Yeah. It's all. There was nothing canned. It's not like there's no synthesizer find, music. It's all real yeah, music. Nothing like but, you but know. Tell her what Lisa said about the piano. Do you not remember? Different Lisa. His wife, My Lisa. Lisa. Ah, okay. So, yeah. Another Lisa. Well, Chris told me this story, and it always stuck with me. And, you know, creation is hard. It's really, really hard. And Chris and I have gone back and forth, and there's times I'm like, this dude's never talking to me again because he's got to be so <laughs> aggravated with me because I'm very particular. But he created this score, and we were almost done with the film, and we had gone through multiple iterations of the music. And he called me up, and he said, 
my wife was stunned at the piano because I don't play piano. And the and, and his wife said, you know, I can't believe that in 14 minutes I got to know these characters and fell in love with these characters and felt such emotion at the end of the film. And I think that motion is largely can be it's attributed certainly to the story and the script and the actors, but the music is the finishing touch. Yeah. The music is what takes it from a rough stone into a piece of jewelry. And when his wife heard the piano, though he may not apparently does not remember this, <laughs> his wife, you know, I think it was it could have been one of your daughters too, I suppose, but one of them said that they were like stunned because they just weren't used to hearing him play the piano. Even though he can play the piano, and I'm sure you play it in class every day. Yeah. Yep. But it, it was remarkable <laughs> what he created. Musicians always floor me, actually. And me too. I That's... mean, they really do. The, the kind of creativity, Chris, that comes out of your brain. We have a very dear friend on our show who's a very close personal friend of mine, David Friedman, the composer David Friedman. And he's also somebody who orchestrates and plays and sings and writes. And it's a different aspect of the brain. Yeah, I, you know, you never know where it's going to come from. And I never imagined what. So you ended love up this, this now. Oh, I love it so, so much. So let me ask you something past prologue. The story is so intriguing. Probably the audience wants to continue to know about these characters. Have you been approached to take something that's less than 30 minutes and make it into a full length feature film? I'm still waiting. You're still waiting. And, I always say and if anybody's I'm, listening. Yes. There's no money in short films. We don't do this because right. we're going to like get famous or mm -hmm. get rich. We do this because we can't not do it. Okay. That said, if somebody was to back the money truck up and say, here you go, turn this into a feature, I'd be all in. We had Joanna Gleason on our show recently. You know, She lives in Fairfield, and she just directed her first full-length feature film. So maybe you want to talk to her about it. Yeah, that's it a was great a idea. very wonderful project. She worked on it for a long time, and it isn't that big a community of artists, right? You can all get to know each other. I'm we, sure we, you get to know each other pretty quickly. Pretty quickly, it's not that big. Yeah, not that big. But you would like to, ideally, you'd love to take this and make it a larger script, a bigger score, a longer story. Yeah, there's so much to do. Not only this, but I have so many other ideas, and I have you know these. But right now, I've got six films that I've worked on in the last couple of years, and I've got six more scripts three of which are ready to shoot. So, Brian Russell, if there's no money in this, what is your day job? How do you make a living? I'm a freelance video producer, so I do all kinds of corporate videos, nonprofit fundraising, you know, you name it, I do it. Got it. But this is the passion. This is the love. This is the passion. For both of you. This and you're teaching. Yep. You're bringing it to the next generation every day. I hope so. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. wonderful. Thank well, you. gentlemen, it's a pleasure to meet you both. Uh, Chris Califis and Brian Russell, thank you so much for making the time to come in. I'm going to try and be there November 2nd. Please do. It's um, FTC presents a night of short films by local filmmakers. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Pleasure. Appreciate it. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com.